So there's just things like that. Is it is it wrong to ask those questions? No, I don't think so. <laughs> That's I one of the things that people ask keep questions. asking. Yeah, yeah I'm of a question like, answer, <laughs> asker. <laughs> for some reason, we kind of put ourselves in, in, in these boxes of these are the okay questions to ask and these ones you don't touch. Why? <laughs> and I, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's so crazy to me when I finally like exploded my box. <laughs> I'm like, no, we need to ask questions or else how are we ever going to get answers? Or, you know, because sometimes the answer is put that on a shelf. Don't worry. I'll, I'll guide you there eventually. But like, right. you know, <laughs> tackle this one first because this one's more pending. But um, the Lord loves to ask us questions. And isn't that also a, a huge pattern of scripture? Every single prophet, every mm -hmm. single temple experience, everything is what what do you want? He's he's interested to know what we want mm -hmm. and and to show us reveal himself and and the mysteries of the kingdom, and he tells us. I mean, there's many commandments throughout uh, the scriptures to to seek, to ask, seek, knock, search the mysteries. Like, it's all mm -hmm. open for us. Like, ask questions. That's, um, it's just huge. Yeah, yeah. You can you have your permission to ask any question that you need about your body. Mm -hmm. if that you need about for your mental health, for your emotional or spiritual health, um, for the past, present, um, things about your ancestors, like those are um, something that we all need to know. We have permission to do that. Mm -hmm. We have a responsibility even to do that. I see things that my kids are struggling with that I've struggled with that I'm like, ah, what? <laughs> Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't able to heal from that one, but the Lord's the, okay. Okay. Here's something out. Any blame yeah. or shame, blame and shame. Some of the lowest energies in the body, yeah. um, where we find them, we can be grateful for them. Whatever you find, be grateful for, because that's a revelation. So I'm just mm -hmm. found one and I'm thinking about my kids struggling with things that, that I haven't yet healed of. Right. But it's like, I'm grateful to know. And that's one of the things I'm grateful to know. Or what an adventure, you know, like this is this is going to be interesting, you know. Or um, I just get excited about any truth that comes up. So Alma 37 was a big um, scripture that was given to me in, in Revelation and, and a vision of sorts. Like I... I don't have the gift of seeing with my spiritual eyes, um, but but he'll show me things spiritually. Anyway, Alma thirty seven. I don't know if you remember that, but that's um, with his son. Uh, Alma was was talking to his son, um, Korhor, and he was talking about the plates that, that um, you know, he was giving them, but also um, oh, no, before we go any further, I just Book of Mormons. Awesome, right? Covenants. Yeah. Huge. Covenants are huge about receiving blessings and and cutting off curses. Like we're we're not gonna, you know, are we gonna prosper in the land? Over and over, he tells his sons, inasmuch as you shall keep my commandments, you shall prosper in the land. Inasmuch as you shall not keep my commandments, you shall be cut off from my presence. And so when I read the Book of Mormon, it's almost like a Leahona or Seer Stone for me in some ways, because I see things come up. And I'm like, oh, the Lord shows me like 
okay, this is not who you are. This is not part of, so you need to cut that off. You know, you know certain things, I mean, all kinds of examples of wickedness. And sometimes we can feel like, oh, but that's me, you know, and be triggered by it or feel a lot of blame and shame. But then the Lord's like, but you're of my covenant. You're supposed to prosper. I'm going to let you prosper in the land. Will you accept that covenant? Enter with me into that covenant. We're going to cut the rest off. And so when I study scripture, I'm putting like, like little, like a minus sign by curses Mm -hmm. and positives by the things that he wants to bless me with, like President Nelson said. And like, but it's by, by revelation, you know, as he's leading you through that, like, look at that prosper in the land as your body. Cause isn't this the land that we're inheriting mm-hmm. when we're resurrected and it becomes a celestial, um, you know, entity that, that receives all the, the, the father has, you know, quote, um, anyway, with, with our savior and it's, it's like, yeah, like, but it's not just going to happen because somebody snaps their fingers. Mm-hmm. We have to do the work. We have to change. We have to become like him. So, so yeah, that's, that's a wonderful way that he's taught me to look at the scriptures. So on Alma 37, though, he talks about, um, remember, you're entrusted with these, these things which are sacred um, and have been preserved for a wise purpose in him. And there's so many layers of scriptures, even as I'm reading that one, I'm thinking, oh yeah, these, these records, the DNA that's been entrusted to me by my ancestors, all these sacred records that, that sometimes have these uh, secret combinations and works and abominations in them. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, he's mm-hmm. going through and he's, you know, telling me, you know, I, the Lord, I will prepare unto my servant gazellum a stone, which is, will shine forth in darkness unto light that I may discover unto my people who serve me that I may discover unto them the works of their brethren, their secret works, their works of darkness and their wickedness and abominations. Um, and I'm like, Lord, why do I have to see these things? He's been telling me for years. I need you to see, open your eyes and see. And I'm like, okay, because how can we become one um, in, you know, one with our, our ancestors, one with, with, within ourselves and one with the Lord, if, if there's things between us, if there's things keeping us from him. So things grow in secret that shouldn't Mm -hmm. darkness grows in secret. And when it comes to the light, it there's, there's a freedom to that. And almost immediately there's the atonement rushes in, but the atonement can't reach it if it's in secret and hiding Mm -hmm. and we're no, and that agency that we have that we don't want people to know there's too much shame. There's too much blame. There's too much guilt. I can't own that because that will, I mean, even as Latter-day Saints, we're like, we've got to be good. We've got to be good. So I'm just going to push all that, that desire and sin, whatever that is, I'm going to push it down and I'm just going to pray that it goes away. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. in some ways, that's how it is for me. It's like, let's just talk about all the good. And it's like, yes, but we, we need to talk about the bad. Mm-hmm. We, we can't just it. let it's it just... fester there. It's going to get moldy in the fridge. You have to clean it out, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's sitting in the back there and you're, and everybody's pretending it's not there and hoping that, that somebody comes in and that we change in, in ways that, um, that we don't want to have to face the opposition because mm-hmm. we have to face the opposition. It's yeah. opposition in all things. So now that I've gone on that big rant, but <laughs> it's okay we'll be okay 
the Lord has us. Mm -hmm. I love that with the, the, the science background and the intergenerational uh, type of thing, because that, you know, some people have been introduced to that in, um, in healing and, and things and really trying to clear out, um, things in their own personal life that is a residual effect of prior generations or vice versa, uh, onto our progenitors. And so, um, isn't it interesting? I, I, I found this when I was reading Aaron Franklin's book on the spiritual physics of light and how our bodies react to the the act of repentance and and the the process of light and the the value of emotions in all of that mm-hmm. um not that that book covers all of <laughs> that but um that was when i was reading that the lord was teaching me all of these other things and like hey go look up this scripture in conjunction with that because they're twin principles and they will help you in in your journey here and it was just so amazing realizing and and you know they've done lots of studies on this that dna can um can change when we fix it that another generation can actually receive that change as well mm-hmm. and um i i think it was in that one video that you sent me the other day where um they had a test tube on in two separate locations and they had a, mm-hmm. a strand of dna in one and they were transmitting yeah. the signal over to another, uh, the, the vial or test tube. And it had the, the building blocks of DNA, but the, the strand wasn't completed yet, right? But they were transmitting the, the frequency over to it, and it aligned, and it actually mm-hmm. changed. And I was like, huh, that is so interesting. And how that works over time and space and how we can actually heal with our generations and um because we have temples we have bodies that Mm -hmm. um can provide a um a it's just the perfect catalyst for all of this um repentance like you said Mm -hmm. and anyway it was just so amazing to see some some science behind it even though like (laughs) we we, yes really sometimes focus and pigeonhole ourselves um in pseudoscience right but <laughs> like mm-hmm. seeing that hey this isn't just some religious hobbledygook but um that there's actual science and we're learning divine laws how god is working with natural laws to help us heal and anyway that was just like so enlightening to me um knowing that dna is eternal and that there is spiritual and physical and all of that Mm -hmm. requires repentance in and to be a a willing catalyst of of that effort in the the art of a gift of of healing it was just transformational to me oh good i'm so glad (laughs) but yeah so how else have you found that that your background in, in science, because I'm not a science guy, but <laughs> I, I like little uh, confirmations here and there, but like what backgrounds in science and, and things has really um, unlocked doors for you or like some aha moments of, oh, wow, I, I can see how that works because of that background. Oh, well, I, I'd say that, 
let's see. I know it's hard for to me, narrow it down. <laughs> for me and the gift, the, the best knowledge has come from the scriptures and just understanding of pure doctrine, you know, but, mm-hmm. um, but for science, I'm not very smart. I don't have a high ACT or anything. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to understand things and I'll try, but I, I could never teach um, college or anything like that. Right. Um, but I love the body. So anatomy and physiology okay, is, yeah. is a big one. I don't understand it perfectly, but even with what I do know and my desire and my love for it, um, like, yeah, it's I go to the temple sometimes and I'll, I'll receive something that I'm like, Whoa, can I, I don't know if I, can I share one with you? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I was studying uh, the nervous system and the endocrine system. And the Lord was just showing me how the glands of the body are kind of in each main energy center mm-hmm. um, of the body. Or, but people, people call it, you know, the uh, chakras and um, whatever name you give them. Um, but uh, it's, and, but then teaching me also that, you know, <laughs> that how the Lord works um, is a lot like, like the masculine, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Um, Heavenly Father's power is like, like the nervous system. And it's just quick and powerful and it's right there, right? Mm-hmm. And, but who's teaching me about the divine feminine and, and like the endocrine system? And that's how Heavenly Mother works. Mm-hmm. So. I love that. Anyway. No, I'm going to have to go study. <laughs> brush Sorry. up on my endocrine systems. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a cute with communication in the body and the nervous system and the endocrine system are communication. Mm-hmm. Um, so how we, re- how do we receive light? Um, and how, how he works. I, I'm still pondering on that one, but, but it's, it's much more complicated in the divine mm-hmm. well, uh, feminine. But anyway. I, I love that you brought that up because like, I find that all of the spiritual gifts have two sides to it, that masculine and feminine. And there's always like everything in the gospel has two sides of the same coin. Uh, Many of our, if we're going on like a very basic um, symbolism, right? Uh, Shapes and and numbers. When we have a single, like uh, a single circle, it, it means one thing. But then when we couple it or overlay it with another shape, mm-hmm. it becomes a very intricate and, and, and powerful um, symbol for something even higher. And so mm-hmm. I find that with uh, masculine and feminine um, coming together in so many different ways lately for me. So I really love That's that awesome. about nervous and endocrine and, and tying a, uh, mm-hmm. an aspect to that of, oh, of course. There's so much um, power in the family proclamation and the the roles that we play here on earth and that it I don't know it it just blows my mind sometimes of um, some of those dichotomies that that we learn in the temple and throughout scripture on that um, because it, it's never meant to be just one solo it, it, it it's learning mm-hmm. how to to mesh. Um, the the two energies. Yeah, and they I perfectly complement each other, and um, and I just want to be clear that it's not like those processes are them. It's, it was an archetype, mm-hmm. or a, it's just a parable yeah. in a sense of, or a, a symbol, a symbol of 
of how, um, and I'm sure there's, it's not perfect, but it's, it's interesting. It's something, so the Lord works with what we know and you don't need mm-hmm. to know anatomy and physiology to, to, to be, um, to be healed, right. Or to, to heal. Yeah. Um, because he, he speaks to us in the language that we understand. And it's not just English or Spanish. It's who we are. Right. And mm-hmm. what we understand, how we communicate, what our, what our personality is, what our interests are and our desires, because he, he works with us a lot by what we desire and, and gives us. And so it's just huge, which is based, you know, on what's in our hearts. Um, And I, here's, I just got to say before I forget though, (laughs) feelings, I, I don't, nobody should feel bad about or feel like any feeling is a sin. I think feelings are, are flags and they help mm-hmm. guide us desires. However, is when it starts to, it's in sin. It's like, it's in the heart. It's been, it's growing in the heart. Um, it's become something that needs to be repented of and weeded out. The feelings are something to be t- uh, flags to be followed and, and to mm-hmm. find out what's at the root. And that's another very, if you have clear intentions, if you're, um, engaged in this work is have very clear intentions with heavenly father. These are my parameters. This is the runway. I'm not going off this way or that way. It's got to be on the gospel. Um, very clear. Um, uh, this is, I even write down, I, I'm a, I want to write because writing is what he's told me to do as far as keeping a record. Mm-hmm. Um, and that when we write it's written in heaven and so forth, like it's part of what he's asked me to do for it to be be sure. I don't mm-hmm. know how to, or I don't know if it's exactly. Um, but anyway, so writing it like what's going on, define the pain, define where it's at, because where it's at is very clear on also the body communicating because the knee is often a lot of fear or in the kidneys is a lot of fear mm-hmm. um, based on different things. I mean, there's, there's, um, things you can learn. And there's very, a lot of truth in some of the things that you can learn through different modalities. It's just how you use them and making sure that it's used and received by revelation and not for the, and it's got to be for the benefit of building Zion. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, those, those things are, are, are all important, but um, we were talking about science and there was one other thought I had that I wanted to add Jocelyn uh, Peterson was we were talking and she was talking about how it's interesting how an atom um you know <laughs> it's not that big, but it, <laughs> it, there's a lot of space in an atom right mm-hmm. and it's almost like we're filled with space and inside is almost like this inner universe as much as there is in this outer universe and we in our bodies we're holding so much space for the lord's work to be done we're and that matter can be we're, we're co-creators with God. The matter is supposed to be acted upon. It's supposed to be used to create. And so we're here as creators and, and working on that matter, but we're holding that space for God to do his work. And I just thought that was amazing hmm. to think of it in that way, you know? Um, but yeah, that the light, there's so much light in the world. The, the glory of God is in, is, and, and he is the light of Christ is in all things and through all things and, all things denote there is a God, and how can we not believe that in in creation, um, there's it, it's it's so it um, I have, there's so many evidences, uh, like you were saying that it it's science 
will ultimately lead you to God and it will mm-hmm. all, always align with the gospel. And if it doesn't, then you can find out, okay, there's some truth here that, or unbelief that I need to root out and truth to find. And that's exciting to me. There's so much to learn. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's almost impossible to even learn a, a hundredth part of what we can even, what's even possible here in, in this mm-hmm. mortality. Like, Oh my word, there's, there's just so much. And it always points to God and how miraculous it is this creation and, and our experiences here. It, it's just amazing. And sometimes we just get like so wrapped up in the day-to-day struggles and chronic <laughs> issues that, that we present ourselves with. And, but focusing on, I, I really love uh, where I'm <laughs> headed with this in my brain anyway, <laughs> is, is going with like the emotions and, and feelings and, and all of that that you were talking about, because it's so crucial to take ownership of of that and, and in the right ways oh, because mm-hmm. um one thing that i wanted to correct from my dream podcast or, or not correct but clarify because um in my interview with megan uh, a few people have have talked to me about what i said about emotions and um but but i'm totally along the line of what you just said there that emotions aren't wrong like our feelings we we have to recognize them it's legitimate it's okay to feel what you feel mm-hmm. but it it it's all about the agency of what you do with that it's not just okay if we're mm-hmm. putting everything on a spectrum here's all the good emotions here's all the bad ones and we just cast the bad ones out and 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 that's what uh some people had um kind of interpreted of what i was trying to say behind that but but no that's not what i was meaning at all but I, to be grateful for the the negative because that's how we learn of okay yeah so do i want to dwell in that and where do i want to to turn and go like you said they're like little flags of hey this is what is a symptom or this is what's presenting and mm-hmm. um i want this instead and so how do I go about doing that and asking the Lord and feeling and uh, healing through that process there? I, I, emotions are are so interesting in that. Uh, going <laughs> back again to um, Jeff's podcast, the, the role of emotions and feelings in the process of spiritual creation was something totally new to me before I had heard that podcast. And mm. now it, it's just totally <laughs> opened up my mind to to what I'm doing and being cognizant of my emotions at all times, not just uh, as I'm journaling it at the, at the end of the day and like, okay, I felt this emotion and these ones and uh, how do I do things? But like in real time, uh, real time processing of the emotions, I, I found very crucial in my own repentance process and in my own healing nice. on a daily basis. I found that so transformational <laughs> like, oh great why don't we teach this when we're young <laughs> it's like you felt empowered did you feel empowered yeah. to know that that you had the right to to feel and to to have joy like we're called to have joy right in christ yeah. and enter into his rest overcome the world like we we will have these emotions that that are very mm-hmm. difficult but we have to face them and be like yeah. okay 
this, this is not who I I am. This is not who I want to be. So Lord, help me repent, help this to be rooted out of my, out of my breast and rooted out of the, the, the DNA or whatever, you know, change Mm -hmm. the, the cellular structure. I mean, there's so many processes that, that can be done, but in, in a way we don't need to go that deep anywhere. Sometimes in the past, we just have to write down certain, um, I mean, even uh, back years ago, we would like hold acupressure points. Like this, this mm-hmm. emotion is in this, this, this energy meridian, right? And so we'd hold those acupressure points or we'd have to write them up. Okay. At least now we can just write up the acu, the acupressure point where this is at. And, and we need this to be held. Can the angels or can the body mm-hmm. hold this acupressure point, like acupuncture kind of to have that energy released. But where we're at right now um, with, with, coming closer to the Lord's coming, or I'm not sure of what speeding up or, you know, the hastening in the work, um, we are able, or maybe we're hearing him better and we're receiving that word clear that things just happen. We it's, you don't have to have like a lot of, you know, very specific understandings to, to just to do the work and it goes fast. It can be very quick. Mm -hmm. So, um, but anyway, I, I appreciate you talking about about those um yeah feelings are like colors of a rainbow or a therapist Mm -hmm. once taught me she's like you should not feel guilt or blame or shame for for anything regarding those and um it's our inner child our inner or, or this fallen man really it's like we came to this world broken right and it's even like pieces of us just get like 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 you know broken off and um, we're just, if, if we're broken in that, and there's a feeling that's trying to help us be like, Hey, there's, there's part of me that was like separated because of trauma that, that I actually disassociated from myself, right? Any kind of mm-hmm. trauma can cause this, even somebody losing a loved one. We, we sometimes deal with things by disassociating by, or, or, you know, things have to be restored. All things, the gospel and the respiration restoration is continuing it's ongoing it's happening in our bodies as well and so just pushing things aside we can't be whole unless we acknowledge it and say this feeling was part of this what happened and i need to integrate it and i need to remember i need to feel it again and then the lord's able to consecrate it and then and um make you whole in that and then and then it's it's swept away even in sin and all guilt swept away like you can't just push push Mm -hmm. it out i don't i I can't see it i have to bury that you know it's not like burying weapons of war right and you just leave them there in the ground um that we can do that with 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 sin um but not with feelings they Mm -hmm. will there's a book called feelings buried alive never die yeah. Or the emotion code, or I think I, I like um, some other ones a little bit better. We don't need magnets. Like we don't need, we don't need these, these things that we've come up with, right? These, these philosophies of head men to help us focus this intent, I guess, mm-hmm. that focus of the intent. Maybe some of, maybe some of us do, maybe we need muscle testing to help us get, have a little bit more um, confidence um, to hear the word of the Lord. I mean, everybody's journey is different. So I'm not saying you don't and, and, and go where the Lord tells you, but it's okay not to, to use any of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, use the knowledge that he wants you to go and, and receive to, to fulfill your mission. 
because um, knowledge is important and um, he'll use or work upon that knowledge to give you revelation. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I love that, you know, with any of the modalities and, and different things, sometimes I find that it's hard to talk with other people about things because they do get very um, not defensive, I guess uh, is a good word, but of no, the Lord told me this is how it works. Like uh, the, the magnet reference you said, right? Like, no, the Lord told me that you, you use magnets here. And so that that revelation blanket applies to everyone when uh, the gift of healing is so wide and varied. Mm-hmm. And he, the Lord is going to reveal whatever training wheels that you need at, at yeah, training time. wheels. <laughs> yes, and, I love it. But those training wheels vary from person to person and to um to to lock anyone into any one specific modality or um that that how that modality has to work um was very off-putting to me uh, just kind of navigating my my ways into um into into healing and um but like you said i found that i i often find that my beginning training wheels are just not as necessary, not likening myself to Joseph Smith in any way, but you know, like when it's referenced that he used the Urim and Thummim, but then he became a Urim and Thummim. Like he, he grew. <laughs> uh-huh. And that's what the Lord wants us to do. Yeah. Yep. We are just satellites to a high king, right? He's, mm-hmm. he's, he wants to, to change us into a, um, some, the way we can hold his glory and then we could be a sunbeam for him, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and do his work. It's, it's not about us. We're just instruments. And the, yeah. the, the closer that we come, we don't need those things. We really, really don't. And the, the more we can get away from it and then we're just on our bike, but even then we don't really need a bike. <laughs> exactly. What if we could just like <laughs> be there? Can we just like pray for a friend around the world and be like, okay, Emily father, she wants me to pray about this what, what can I know to help her? Is there mm-hmm. something that I could know? Because in conference, oh, was it 2017 sister? Uh, anyway, they were t- a lot of the changes in the church. Um, revelation is scattered among us mm-hmm. and we need counsels. We cannot do this alone. Yeah. Yes. We have personal revelation, but, but we are connected in ways that are much more, um, beautiful and um you know covenants maybe we've made with each other and things like i I mean we've talked sometimes we hear people talk about that but it's okay to say what can i know to help them is there something that i know that they don't know that i can know Mm -hmm. (laughs) to pray for like we don't know everything we are the body of christ we do not have to be the whole kit and caboodle we shouldn't and if we think we are we're That's, damned. Yeah. We're not going to gonna watch progress. Out. <laughs> We're not going to progress. We need each other. And it's okay to, to if you're going by revelation, you, mm-hmm. you should never say, this is what I revealed for you. But if, if we are, our hearts are aligned to the Lord and we love it's through, if we have that connection and we're called to do it, then why would we put our limitations say, but God, I cannot receive revelation for anybody else. It's like, okay, if that's the way you feel, <laughs> how can he do his work? Yeah. If we've got stuck in paradigms that are not his, what mm-hmm. unbelief is holding us back? And there's so many little things like that, that we need to check ourselves on because where, mm-hmm. what can he make of us once, 
once those are gone, it'll be amazing. It'll, it'll mm -hmm. really be exciting to see. Yeah.